1: what is going on everybody welcome into another victory monday edition of underground sports philadelphia it's kb it's it's victory monday the eagles get another win they're 13 and 1 on the season and uh joining me like he has for the past couple of sundays becoming a recurring character on this show kb coming at you from underground studios and joining me from the Pitts Cave there in Massachusetts, the host with the most, the people's
0: champ, Patty Pitts. How are we doing, Kyle? I, you know, your Eagles won. It's a victory Monday here, so I'm going to also uh, feed off your vibes because, um yeah, my team's, I, the lines did well, but um, my hometown boys uh, really fumbled the bag.
1: I was going to say, are you are you Patty sure. Pitts or are you Satty Pitts?
0: Oh, ha, 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 that's <laughs> funny. Um,
1: what no, what I, was better? Was the Lions' win better for you or the Patriots'
0: loss worse for you? Um, the Patriots' loss was worse for me just because of the fact they should have won against the Raiders. There should not have been True. an issue. The Raiders have, I think, the one of the worst passing defenses in the league. This was the game that Mac Jones should have just stuck the bird to Patricia and just gone out there and throw the football and treat it like it's backyard football. Yeah. My issue is totally with Patricia. And yes, Mac made his mistakes like he always does. You know, he's not perfect every game, no one is. But like, dude, this Patriots team is so far away from what we've seen in the past. Like, just undisciplined, just inmates running the asylum and not the intelligent ones. It's just – it's chaos and shenanigans over there, which is nice because I can then go and be like, all right, Lions, the team that I gave a shot, you know, kind of like a plant. You plant the seeds in there. You water it and give it love. Sound like Nick Sirianni right there. It's – dude. I mean, it's basically tomato, potatoes, person-wise. But (laughs) the Lions are like a fun football team to watch. They are an extremely – entertaining team to watch week in and week out because not only are they moving the ball downfield with actual offense but they're taking chances you know it go. it's like they want to win football games which the patriots doesn't look like they want to win football games right now it's very frustrating so um it's been a weird sunday and i got booted from fantasy playoffs so um tough we're thriving here in the Pitts Cave.
1: We're going to talk all about the NFL. We're going to talk Eagles. We're going to talk, you know, the landscape of the NFL playoffs after all the craziness that went down today, the importance of Christmas Eve. Uh, we're going to dive into more MLB free agent signings as uh, a lot of guys on the move that uh, are big names now off the market. And uh, we're also going to talk about the Sixers getting the the job done the past few games. Are they quote-unquote back? And uh, yeah, we're going to dive into Pitts' power rankings as well, brought to you by Trophy Smack. And uh, make sure you guys are following us on the socials, Twitter and Instagram. Don't know how much we can promote the pod on Twitter right now just due to... uh, the lunacy that is Twitter's rules and regs right now, but you can follow us on Twitter at Underground PHI, same as Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at kbizzl311 and kbizzle11 on Instagram. You follow P- uh, Pitts on Twitter at pat underscore Pits. What's and the what's the IG?
0: Yeah, I was just about to throw it out there for everyone. Uh, hold on, I gotta get it's pitsy thirty two or thirty five. I think it's thirty five. I know it's thirty five. It's 35, yeah. It's, so it's t- Pitsy 35.
1: 35. So follow yeah. him on the IGs. Uh, okay. Facebook.com slash underground sports PHI. Subscribe to the podcast feed. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Apple, Spotify. Leave those five star ratings and reviews. It goes a long way for the show continuing to grow, helping us get it to that next level where we want it to hit as we get set for year five coming up in just a couple of months. Crazy. It'll be year five. Uh, so go subscribe and leave those five-star reviews over on the Apple Podcasts. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That's where you get full video podcasts. You get original content. You get live streams. You get pack openings. You get a whole bunch of stuff over on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We're at 330 subscribers right now. 20 away from our year-end goal uh which would be huge for us to hit if we can so go subscribe be a friend tell a friend smash that like button ring the bell icon comment down below your thoughts on the birds the fills the sixers oh we're also going to talk about the flyers because there's some interesting shit going on with that team there's some interesting shit going on with that team uh, okay, you can talk about and, and it's I'm not, not talking good talking it's not good so you'll be oh, okay. loving it yeah it's oh, okay, terrible it's terrible the, the team okay, is good. the team's irrelevant and it's just something that like I've never seen in sports before uh All so right, we'll dive into cool. that later on as well uh but go subscribe to the YouTube channel big shout out to our sponsors who make this show happen main auto LLC security 21 security systems Paul J. Gillespie, Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, our amazing merch partners at PHI Apparel Company. Guys, they're the best in the business. And when you're going out to the bars, when you're going to games, when you're hanging out, you know, hosting house parties for watch parties of, you know, the birds, the Sixers, the holidays, you're going to stand out in the crowd with our friends at PHI Apparel Company with their unique designs. They're the official merch partners of Underground Sports Philadelphia. You guys can go get that unique merch, including official Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast merch for all of our shows. And you can use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off when you shop at PHIapparel.co. That's PHIapparel.co for 10% off any apparel order from our friends at PHI Apparel Company when you use code UNDERGROUND. Pitts, let's get into it. its Victory Monday as everybody's listening and watching to this for the Birds. A gutsy, like demoralizing, difficult-to-watch game as the Eagles squeak one out against the Chicago Bears 25-20. to um, Some amazing quotes coming out of this game afterwards in the locker room to the media about this game. Did you get a chance to catch any of this game?
0: Yeah, I, I caught the – I didn't catch any of the post-game comments or quotes. Uh, but what seemed to me is that the Eagles just kept the Bears around. You know, they didn't put them away when they should have. You know, it wasn't anything, you know, outlanded or, um, you know, bad necessarily that they didn't consist. It was just like they kept coming back. Justin Fields just kept making that, you know, those plays. The thing to me that was just – it hurts is just unbelievable. I mean – yeah. If you need someone to keep you in that game, like that's the thing. I never thought the Eagles were out of it when watching it just because it's like, all right, Hurts is there. A.J. Brown, who was very disappointing for me in the first half out of nowhere, just not out of nowhere, but out of the uh, half, comes in and just 880 yards. Like that's what makes this team so good is that, yeah, Devonta Smith can do what he did, but then you have Miles Sanders and Boston Scott was even getting uh some yards in there like they're they're a very good team and even though they like should have won by a lot more today it's still the fact that they won and that's all that matters yeah
1: uh this quote from jeff mcclain jordan mailada did you see when jalen hurts got hit and everyone thought he got hurt
0: no it wasn't i was on. so he
1: he got smacked onto the uh the old new uh turf out there but it's actual yeah. grass the new sod if you will sod, uh right. jordan my on jalen hurts taking hits and popping up except for the one that took a little longer on quote the one that scared me he just laid there i ran over and said stay down obviously if you stay down they call timeout, help you get off the field and everything jalen Hurts said pick me the fuck up <laughs> and my said yes sir <laughs>
0: team is incredible that's that is this team is
1: really them they really are them
0: like that's such like you don't see that with the patriots or anything right now so to see that with the eagles is it's nice like that's a defender that is a team who has all eyes on one mission it's so funny
1: um i mean this was the biggest adversity jalen hurts faced all year. two interceptions in this game where he came into this game throwing only three all year. Um, Very very weird coaching attack to this game as well. Not really utilizing the run game with Miles Sanders that much. Um, Mm -hmm. Nick Sirianni said they just like what the matchups were in the passing game, and you obviously see that with Devontae and AJ with what they did. But very weird to not get Miles Sanders going and kind of have – a two-way street with with both the run and pass game. It it was a lot of designed runs for Jalen Hurts that I didn't really understand. Um, Mm -hmm. But the Eagles get a win nonetheless, and a win is a win. And I think this is just another gutsy performance similar to that Colts game where Jalen Hurts put the team on his back in the second half, shook off those interceptions, and Brandon Graham said in the locker room you know, at halftime, he said, hey, we got you. The defense has you you're fine like bounce you're you're gonna bounce back and then he does it to the tune of throwing for 300 yards rushing for three touchdowns and the Eagles win this game I think this just adds like we've talked about the past couple Sundays Matt and I have talked about the past couple Wednesdays this just adds to the MVP conversation for Jalen Hurts where he can put the team on his back he's overcoming adversity shorts against a dog shit team in the Chicago Bears but they've it seems like they've got a quarterback you know, yeah, Justin it, Fields it, yeah. has been pretty impressive now that they've allowed him to use his legs. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts was just not afraid. Like, he was like, we're not losing this game. It was kind yeah. of the energy he was giving off in my eyes. Um, I still think even though Mahomes overcame a even worse situation against a one-win Texans
0: team yeah, today I, in I'll overtime. Mention that. I'll mention that in my power rankings. Um, yeah, ridiculous. That's, crazy. that's why I'm still in all-in on Hurts' MVP. Just because, yeah, he threw two interceptions, but you didn't feel that the Eagles were out of it or that the Bears were going to win it at all. You just yeah. knew that he was going to get it done because he's been doing it all season.
1: That's what this whole team does too, and that's the the fun part. And like, I forget who said it, so I apologize to to who did the the rationale that so many like media talking heads have now where like, they try to like dissect the, the MVP race down to a core and it's like, Oh, well they can't be MVP because they're getting help from so-and-so and and this, that, and the third, it's like, bruh, do you see what they're doing? Because they have those guys. Like the reason that they're able to do that, yes, is because of those guys, but those guys are doing what they're doing because of who's getting them the ball. And when I say them, I mean Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, who should be the only two guys in the MVP conversation right now.
0: Yeah, I I think a lot of people would put Josh Allen in there just because it's Josh Allen. Sure,
1: but let's not forget Josh Allen had a month of what October or September where he looked like absolutely pedestrian.
0: Oh, I agree. I'm just saying people are going to put him in there for sure but i they're think he's in that in he's there. he's
1: in that same tier as Tua where like it's Tua, Joe Burrow and, and Josh Allen are kind of like over here and then it's Jalen and Mahomes that are going toe to toe right now trying to get to the finish line in that final round of Mario Kart.
0: Yes, I would agree. I would agree with that. Great Mario Kart reference too, by the way.
1: Thank, like you, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um somebody also likened it to last year's MVP race between Brady and Rodgers where uh on paper Brady Probably you could have made the argument he was the MVP, similar to Mahomes right now. Could have been. Yeah, but Jalen Hurts had the better overall like completion percentage, better touchdown to interception ratio, just like Aaron Rodgers did last year, and Rodgers mm. ends up winning the MVP. I think that's yeah. something people need to pay attention to as well. Like even though like some stats for quarterbacks shouldn't matter, I think those are stats that should matter: completion percentage, touchdown to interception ratio. Like
0: that's a big deal. No, yeah, those are, uh, I would say, the most important stats when it comes to a quarterback, uh, you know. So, if yeah, if Hertz has got that lead in there. I also just the – MVP, the MVP race over the past few seasons to me has just not mattered in a sense because Rodgers wins it, but, like, you know exactly what Rodgers is going to do when he gets to the playoffs. And, you know, Brady, obviously, there's a little bit of difference there um hurts is someone this year where it's like no you know he might not he, he could get there we don't know yet there's that no like that's where i think the mvp needs to go because if we just give it oh yeah it's mahomes and because he's pat mahomes like no Hertz is having the best year of a quarterback and yeah. probably the most valuable player to their team's success or its team's success whatever do you want to do you
1: want to be mind blown by a stat that i saw today that blew my sure. mind yeah I'm jalen hurts is one rushing touchdown away from tying or breaking Cam Newton's single-season rushing touchdown record by a quarterback,
0: and is that when he won MVP? Yep. Okay, so there you go. When the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. Okay, so there you go. Like that's like that's Cam crazy Newton, to think about. Like when it Cam, is crazy. when Cam
1: did that. Like obviously that was what you know twenty
0: fifteen. So
1: seven years ago now, but like oh, okay. Cam did that. That was ahead of his time. Like. Cam Way was revolutionizing, time. like, the sport again, kind of like Michael Vick did. And we were talking about Cam Newton in that same vein of, like, mm-hmm. wow, he's, like, this new era Michael Vick, but he's bigger, stronger, faster, like, doing it at a different, you know, scale than what Michael Vick was doing. And even though Vick was doing it in an era where it was unprecedented... Cam was doing it at a much bigger stature where Cam's like, what, 6'5", 6'6", and just this massive human being and still doing what Michael Vick was able to do at a much leaner and smaller stature. Jalen Hurts is kind of like a combination of the both.
0: And the thing is that the thing that separates Hurts from Newton uh, and Michael Vick, well, not Michael Vick, I think would put it more closer to the Vick with his throw power. The fact that he can actually throw the ball and he's not so reliant on his legs to get him yards makes him so much. The difference there between him and Cam Newton for potential wise is so great. The gap is so big just because of how well Hertz can pass. And not only that, yeah. And Cam was putting up good passing numbers, but who was he passing to Jericho Cottery was one of his receivers. Yeah. Like he had Hertz has Hertz has AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, You know what? Fuck it. Quez Watkins. I have I you I you of all people know how much of a disdain I had for Quez Watkins for a while. And he has came full circle with me. Just the fact that he's filled into a nice three roll, dude, it's perfect. Like they're just it's the Eagles have the most well rounded offenses in the league right now, and I am jealous of that. It's not my primary team.
1: They're Arguably, the, and this is maybe some bias involved, but like just from taking it in every week, they're the most well-rounded team outside of special teams. Yeah, I would agree. Like offense agree. and defense wise, like you put them toe to toe with any team in the league, like I feel confident.
0: Oh, I feel confident. Yeah, it's it, you put them against any team, it's gonna be a you know knockout, drag out, shoot 'em battle. You know, it's not gonna be some uh, you know blowout either side. They, like, they can play with the best of them in this league. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then, <laughs> to make this day even better, an early Christmas gift from old, old St. Doug Peterson. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars in overtime. Bro. Stun the Dallas Cowboys with an interception return for a touchdown. And Santa Doug... Delivers for Philadelphia once again. Let's all go get some ice cream. Jaguars win 40-34. to And I wish I would have been recording it. But my dad and I were jumping in my living room. Like the Eagles had just won another game back to back. It was incredible vibes. The fact that Dak Prescott's mediocre ass lost again. The fact that Micah Parsons was talking all this shit this week.
0: All that shit. All that shit.
1: Oh, this Jalen Zerts is just a system quarterback. And talking and talking. Well, guess what, motherfucker? You overlooked the Jacksonville Jaguars and you caught that L. Now, Christmas Eve means way more to us than it does to you. Your season for the, the NFC East for the number one seed is over, buddy. Over. Micah, it's Micah, so over. So over. come there's out no and play! There's no way the
0: Cowboys can win the division now. It's just that there's a long shot yeah.
1: way, but there's no
0: shot that it's happening. hey yeah, dude, it, uh, it it's close and hit. Their point is the Cowboys exposed themselves today so badly against this Jaguars team. I, I'm going to give the Jaguars some credit though. Like, oh they're yeah, a good team. like they're the solid. Jaguars, they're, they're very they're, solid. They're slowly becoming. They're like incredible. a year or two away
1: from being yeah. like back in the mix.
0: I I threw out this today when I was at Jimmy Crocs that the Jags could win the division next year. Like there is a very real possibility yeah. that next year totally. the Jags could be division contenders.
1: They're the only team in that division that has a quarterback solution long term.
0: Um. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. And Trevor's Titans. Titans Trevor's, like have good.
1: nothing. Derrick Henry's gonna be a free agent after next year. Uh the Colts are a mess. The Texans are a mess.
0: Oh, the Colts are Trevor's so a cool, very man. solid oh. quarterback.
1: I think he's only gonna get better. Yeah. They have a running back. They gave Christian Kirk a boatload of money and he's been very solid. Zay Jones has been a very good wide receiver, too. And they've got they one of the best coaches in NFL history in Doug Peterson.
0: They just flashed it on uh the touchdown they're flashing it uh, wow. noah brown shout out to you man yeah downtown noah brown that was so bad that was one of the did most-
1: you see the the slow-mo of the interception too like how close it was to hitting the ground and just the awareness that I, i'm blanking on who got the interception but the way he like shoveled his hands underneath to where the ball was going to yeah. prevent it from hitting the ground and then being able to keep his balance and and run for a touchdown was so impressive yeah. to me
0: oh it was yeah the fact that he had the hand-eye coordination to actually do it is insane, insane.
1: micah you guys micah you guys are
0: gonna bully that poor linebacker
1: dude the fact that that game is christmas eve 425 essentially prime time it's prime time on christmas eve if the eagles win let's just say when the eagles win Yeah,
0: manifest. They not
1: only clinched the NFC East title, but they clinched the number one seed in the NFC. That's
0: fucking wild. With two games to go. Yeah, just play Gardner Minshew, honestly.
1: Well, play play the starters for like three quarters against the Saints, so you get that dub over them and knock their draft pick down. Which is oh, true.
0: Yeah, you gotta be strategic. Gotta be strategic there. Okay.
1: It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing that the Cowboys choked it away, just choked it away. I wish the Colts would have came through. On Saturday against the Vikings. Yeah. That was a bit of a bummer. Uh, Dude, that game
0: was ridiculous. The fact that the Vikings oh won that game is astounding to me. Just astounding.
1: It's crazy. It's the largest comeback in NFL history.
0: Yep. Uh, and no better quarterback to hold that record than Matt fucking Ryan. <sighs> Philly boy. <laughs> He's from Philly? Uh-huh. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. BC went, boy. Went to so Penn Charter. And he went to BC, so that makes sense for why he can't close games. So Go Birds. Go. go Birds, baby. Go Birds. <laughs> the ones that get it, get it. And the ones that don't, don't. You know, you know.
1: That's the real one. Oh, man. But the Eagles win. The Cowboys lose. We got a battle. We got a mid-off tonight on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, this is pretty Between Washington and the Giants. Essentially for a playoff berth is what this comes down to. Yeah. Um, how hilarious would it be if it's the first time in NFL history that we get a team with two ties? Dude,
0: if they tied, if they tie, so I'd electric, it will shit my pants. That would be the That'd be fun- so
1: electric.
0: That would be the funniest thing ever. Would funniest thing ever. Would be, I would need it. I would, I think I would go have to go on some sort of like rant about how mediocre those two teams are. Like, it is. Unbelievable! Damn, my boy's having a mid off. Uh,
1: but Pitts, I'm, I doubt those two teams or the teams that are playing in the much worse Monday night football game oh. on Monday night are in your uh, power
0: rankings. Yeah, Kyle, I'm gonna. Spoil. How disgusting of a Monday
1: night game! do we have on deck with the packers and the rams
0: apparently it's supposed to be like snowing out too. baker mayfield at lambeau starting for the rams against the packers who are out of playoffs and should be starting jordan love it, we, we live in nonsense this is nonsensical times
1: no uh no aaron donald in that game either
0: yeah that that is massive for uh but it doesn't matter i still think that the like rogers is still gonna find a way to like Suck the for three fourths of the game and then be like, Oh, I have to turn it on now and take some Wiccan potion from his Do you know what his girlfriend's name? Do you know what is Aaron Blue Rogers, something blue of earth? Yeah. he is blue of earth. <laughs> not seventy percent of her is blue. All of it. All of it is blue. Alright.
1: <laughs> She's in the new avatar movie.
0: Yeah, she is in the avatar movie. She it's is the way of water. <laughs> no, it's not Zoe Zeldana. Fun fact it is Aaron Rodgers Wiccan girlfriend. She what, is the I way of
1: water. <laughs> but i think that brings us to it does the pat pitts power rankings heading into week 16. 16. it's brought to you by our friends at trophy smack Guys, there's no better way to upgrade your Fantasy Smack Talk than with our friends at Trophy Smack. They've got belts. They've got rings. They've got trophies. They've got metal wall art. They've got last place trophies. It's the best way to talk that talk in your fantasy football, your fantasy baseball, hockey, basketball, lacrosse, whatever it may be, your leagues. Uh, go to trophysmack.com slash underground to start upgrading your Fantasy Smack Talk. That's trophysmack.com slash underground. Trophy Smack dot com slash underground start upgrading that smack talk pits we're going to get the we're going to set the tone here we're going to we're going to give you that solo music. dolo here
0: oh here we go give and me uh i'm going to hit the music here we go all right i got my power rankings here in my handy power rankings going into week 16 number 10 broncos country let's ride <laughs> russell wilson finally is fell off the wagon you got ripened to ride shotgun and lead you guys to victory number nine i would put them higher but the chiefs you almost lost to the texans that should be like punishment but your punishment is you're at number nine so vikings number eight you're not really frauds um the jury came back and it was uh inconclusive uh hung jury. so you're sticking at eight chargers with the win nice win against the titans it seemed like the Titans just hate Malik Willis. So I'll give you that, that you found Mike Vrabel's spot there. But Chargers, like, you can work your way into a playoff spot after the bullshit that happened in Vegas today. So congrats on that nonsense. Jags, Dougie P, listen, I love the Jags heading into the future. Jags with a massive win against the Cowboys. We love that in Philadelphia every time the Cowboys lose. So, Jags, you're not in the top five spot, but you're you're inching in there at six. Number five, though, 49ers. I know they played on Thursday, and people already forgot they played. But here's the thing. I didn't. All right? The champ doesn't forget. Because the Niners' defense was incredible. They played so well against Geno Smith and the Seahawks. And honestly, you could throw in Mr. Magoo at quarterback, and he'll probably still have 111 yards and a touchdown. Uh, number four, Bengals. Dude, Tom Brady. God damn, dude. I am so sorry. Whatever you did to piss off god i'm so sorry joe barrow just is taking your life and the Bengals at four bills you win against the dolphins massive win uh against a division rival and pretty much uh, another win to securing your number one overall spot eagles obviously two all right show it's my eagles you did a great win today you're not at one because you know why number one are the goddamn motor city lions Listen, the Lions are six, have won six out of their last seven. Yeah, you could say, well, they only beat the Jets on a field goal. Well, the fact that the Jets just didn't even think Brock Wright was all the way over to the left, it's ridiculous that they just left them that wide open. So, Lions at number one, they're going to make a playoff spot. They're going to win at least a game, and they're going to turn heads. Everyone should be watching out for Lions heading into week 16. The champ is Here we go.
1: And there it is. The Pad Pits power rankings brought to you by Trophy Smack Pits. Run through them one more time. One more game for the people. One Uh, more
0: time for uh, everyone watching at home. We got Broncos at 10, Chiefs at 9, Vikings at 8, Chargers at 7, Jags at 6, 49ers at 5, Cincinnati Bengals at 4, Bills at 3, Eagles at 2, and my one pride hashtag Lions at numero uno.
1: And that's the Pat Pitts Power Rankings for Week 16 brought to you by Trophy Smack. Lions and Eagles, I think
0: only teams who have won six out of their last seven. That's why they're the one one and two, baby. I know my shit. That's why I'm holding the belt and you're not. Let's go.
1: Oh, it's incredible! That's incredible! That's one of my new favorite segments. It's so, uh, so it's so funny, especially with the music behind it. It's just electric.
0: How uh, I, how shocked were you when I said Broncos Country? That's for out of ten.
1: I wanted to fall out of my chair. <laughs>
0: you did Not expect that.
1: Oh, uh, the only thing I would have added to to that would have been a a wild and out reference, where it would have been pick up and ripping and ripping and ripping,
0: <laughs> ripping and yeah. Damn, I haven't watched Wild Out
1: in so long. Speaking okay. of Wild It Out, I saw one of the funniest tweets of all time this week. Uh, it was just the shelf at the grocery store with all the cranberry juice, and it said, damn, cranberry juice will have a baby with anybody. And it was all the different flavors, like Cran Apple, Cran grape, all that stuff. And someone quote tweeted and said, <laughs> Nick Cranon. <laughs>
0: dude i was about to say nick cannon being the host of wild out is so perfect but he, because he's just wiling out every time he dates him like, it's just like unbelievable he's wilding like i, dude, I saw cannon. nick like, oh. crannon
1: i almost collapsed
0: nick crannon is is top five that's incredible that's
1: oh so man pitts let's get into some mlb free agency talk some big names off oh, the what? board yes. that affect both of our teams
0: Both. That's uh, what you're we were talking about it over at the uh cronk apartment and I'll tell you this, and I, I really hope you have a different opinion because, God, they're so negative. It feels like I'm around like t- spot, sports talk radio callers sometimes. <laughs> like they're just complaining about everything, and they did not have one good thing to say about Justin Tucker. Not Justin Tucker. Um, Justin but, Turner. Thank you, tomato potato. Uh, Justin Turner. Doctor Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Phenomena. <laughs> um, <laughs> is he like? So he's three years younger than JD. Three years and- older three years older I mean uh, and the fact that um, he plays third base
1: he's gonna be the DH primarily
0: the DH still but what is this a good signing you because you're the baseball guy to
1: me. he's he's fine um, you know obviously 38 he's nearing the twilight of his career mm-hmm. um, how effective he'll be in Boston remains to be seen. He was fun. he was solid with the Dodgers like he his career came to life when he was with the Dodgers for the last seven eight years yeah um obviously he's not what he used to be but, but if he's he not hit? playing third base I think that's good Justin Turner for reference here stats wise this past year um, Justin Turner here we go so this past year he had a 2.0 war uh, 130 hits, 13 home runs. He hit 278, 81 RBI, three stolen bases, 61 runs on base percentage of 350, slugged 438, uh, and an OPS of 788.
0: Um, I just don't think that's two years, 22 million dollars worth to me.
1: I think that's more of he's gonna be with you guys this year and then he's either going to retire or be traded somewhere for the final year of his career.
0: Okay, that would make sense.
1: That's my estimation there is to kind of just hit the first floor that you need to hit salary-wise. Yeah, Um,
0: front-load it. That would make sense.
1: But, yeah, I mean, for the most part – and all of those stats last year for Justin Turner were in 128 games, so he missed, you know, like 20-some-odd games. Yeah,
0: so those go up a little bit if he plays, like, 20 more – yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, the most games he's played in a career are 151. He's done that twice in 2021 and
0: 2016. Oh, that's recent, 2021.
1: So, I mean, he's decent. Like, you know, I think he'll be kind of what your Red Sox need at this phase of of where the Red Sox are. Um, Kind of like a mentor type, you know. Yeah. He's, he's been to a World Series. He won the Mickey Mouse World Series with the Dodgers. That's um, a very
0: good way to put it. That was, Knows uh, how
1: to win. I'm sure he'll invite Mookie to the holiday party with JD now. Now that JD rude. is in LA.
0: So rude of you. That is, <laughs> it is so like, it, it's getting to the point where around here, Mookie trade is like, uh, Voldemort at this point. <laughs> like you just, you don't want to talk about it. Cause it brings back like really bad memories <sighs> and like it triggers people. That in March, 2020, when Brady left and the bars got shut down on St. Patty's day um it was like armageddon <laughs> so uh the fact that he w- we're just losing people like this and it seems like the red sox owners don't even care like shine bloom does not care about your feelings or your your fandom in the red sox like so it's so happy
1: i'm so happy we took big davy davy big my, bucks
0: my buddy says to me he goes i wish dombrowski would come back i'm like he's not coming back anytime nope anytime. he just signed an extension he through like, 2027 exactly. he's not
1: even going to nashville like no. he was speculated to do after his contract.
0: No, Dombrowski he's was staying. a goddamn wizard for the Red Sox. Oh, and uh, the only good thing I would say the Red Sox have currently is Alex Cora. Honestly, it's um, like the only
1: good thing they got. You got there.
0: some pieces. You you still have well, Devers Mitchell for now. Hired yet. So there you go. Okay. You
1: still have Devers. You have Connor Seabold, who I'm a big fan of. Former Phil.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, Nick Pavetta.
0: Don't you dare! That is just Nikki P. You're just now. You're just teasing me. I, this is ridiculous. Yeah, Trevor
1: Story too. Who should Trevor be Story? Um, but yeah, it's it's not it's not great as it is here in Philly, uh, and no, it's even better now. Looking. It's even better now because Dansby Swanson is no longer in the NL East. Dansby Swanson, the last big shortstop domino off the board, signs a seven-year, hundred and seventy-seven million-dollar contract with the Chicago Cubs. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? uh the Cubs get Dansby Swanson they get Cody Bellinger putting some pieces together back out there in the north side uh but it's big for the Phils that Dansby Swanson's gone he's been a Phillies killer since he came up with the Braves and I'm just glad he's gone I'm glad the Braves finally didn't swindle one of their homegrown players into signing like a 12-year 47 million dollar contract like they've done With every single guy under the sun like the fact that ronald acuna jr signed a 10-year 100 million dollar contract with the braves was just what are you doing ronnie
0: nonsensical ridiculous ronnie what
1: are you doing the fact that they signed all these guys to these like beyond team friendly deals like major league baseball should be investigating what the braves are doing um but dansby swanson out of the nl east which is great and it just adds fuel to the fire in my brain that the nl east is now Truly a two-team race, and it's going to come down to the Phillies and the Mets. And we all know about the it. Mets. We all know about the Mets. They always yeah. joke when it matters. I still think the Braves are going to be very good, but I think this year they're going to be a wild-card team.
0: Yeah, it's just the Phillies are a wagon, man. They're like, so the, wagon.
1: the Braves don't have pitching that scares me. All like, right. they never have. They 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 thought they had it this year, and we absolutely dummied them in the playoffs. Like... The Braves don't have pitching that terrifies me. You know, the Mets have solid pitchers, but they're old. Jim. And the Phillies have a very quality rotation with Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, Taiwan Walker, and then potentially 19-year-old Andrew Painter, who is the number one prospect in this system, and he's a fucking horse.
0: Oh, damn. Okay. Like, nice.
1: First round pick in 2021, and he's almost ready for
0: the majors. That's incredible. At 19. Yeah, that's, that's lethal if you can get him up there. But, like, do you want to rush him or?
1: Well, they said that if of any of the big pitching prospects, he's the one that has the best chance to make the opening day roster this year. Okay. I think they'll manage his his innings and everything to, you know, make sure he, uh you know, doesn't get worn out too quickly.
0: Fair, yeah, but his arm doesn't get. The fact
1: up. that. The Phillies are are where we are now. Matt Strom back posting YouTube videos of card openings again.
0: I'm so, I'm so jealous. You have him. It's not even funny. He was so cool. I'm gonna get
1: your I'm gonna get your vibe check. I got Matt's vibe check uh, on Wednesday when we found out his jersey number official with the Phillies. Okay, number twenty five.
0: Yeah, I like it. A twenty five is a strong baseball number. Strong got big baseball. shoes to
1: fill in Philadelphia. That's Jim Tomey's number.
0: Oh, TBT to Jim Tomei's stint as a fill. Big
1: shoes. But uh, was... I like it. I like 25. I like Strom with the long hair wearing a, a number in the 20s. Yeah. I think it's going to be very solid in the bullpen. Taiwan Walker officially introduced this week as well uh, to the Philadelphia media wearing an electric number for a starting pitcher, number 99. Come on. That's
0: pretty lit. That is Come really good. on. Like Taiwan Walker has He's been one of my guy.
1: favorite players since like 2016 since I started playing fantasy baseball, like Dylan and I latched onto being Taiwan Walker stands and I've been following him since he That's was in massive. Arizona. Like, and now that he's affiliates, like one of those, like, Holy shit. One of my favorite players is plays for my team now. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: That is really cool. And That's he's here great. for the
1: next four years. Like oh, I'm massive. just so pumped. Like I'm so excited about Taiwan Walker. Um, I just, is, is it April yet? Not that I want to rush through this Eagle season no, because I, it feels really magical. Yeah, and like,
0: I- Let's chill out. All right, but have, is it April yet? No. See, here's the thing. And uh, right now in Boston, usually how sports work, uh, Boston is up here and Philly isn't. Uh, it's the and now it's the other way around. How do you guys do it? Like I was on the, we were driving home from my buddy's apartment and we didn't know what to say. We were just like, is this what it's like to be like a fan of a team? Like you just you're gonna lose in ridiculous ways like this, and you just like this is this is normal. This is the new normal. It's not the it majority matter. of my life. It's That is so sad. Like, I don't know how you guys do it. Like, how do you not have the confidence? Like, yeah, he's going to go down and score, and your quarterback no. just gets put six feet under by a man you should not have traded away in Chandler Jones, and you get beat by Bowser Jr. in Josh McDaniels. And his Bowser fucking, Jr. Bowser Jr. and his <laughs> fucking squad. Of just old Patriots players mixed in with some like, oh, oh, they would be good Patriots if the Raiders didn't exist. And it's just, oh, it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating the fact to watch that game and you have the Raiders go out there and put on whatever show they did. Josh Jacobson, you have a good game. It was just like, oh, it's so frustrating. I thank <laughs> God I have a Patriots podcast. So I can rant about this because uh, this is this, yeah, you, you talk now. Man. I can't, I
1: can't. Bowser Jr., what a line. Uh, I mean, it's making me think more and more that the 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 potential for your guy, Big B, Bill Belichick, to uh, be coming over to the PLL and coaching in the PLL sooner mm-hmm. rather than later could
0: be a possibility. I think if that happened, uh, New England's heads would explode. <laughs> and I would be the only one sitting here like, I get it. And everyone around me is like, spongebob meme like just fire and just like the um we threw out his name (laughs) we threw out his name it's like we threw out the sport of football and it's just all across like that's gonna happen and everyone's gonna be like why is he going to this what is he doing Well, do you want me to
1: add fuel to that fire even more we'll talk about this on otb later make sure you go subscribe uh later this week sean quirk friend of the program friend of the network uh head coach and gm of your cannons pits has stepped down as head coach and GM of the Cannons. Why? Uh, He recently had heart surgery, so he's recovering from that, and then uh, his kids are in high school and getting ready for college as well, and uh, he's going to continue being involved with the PLL through the PLL Academy, um, but no longer the head coach.
0: For his family,
1: little bit
0: away from the game to focus on his health and family. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see much of that up here in New England uh, with our stars. Could you um,
1: imagine if Big B was coaching the Cannons lacrosse club? Okay. And coaching the, with the GOAT, he'd he have the next, he'd have his next GOAT because he obviously had
0: Brady for all these years. He'd go Lyle Thompson. I think if you told anybody in New England here that Bill Belichick was going to leave the Patriots and then coach the Cannons with Lyle Thompson, they would ask, who the fuck is Lyle Thompson? And no, you're like, it, it's just that that would blow their minds, which I kind of want to like actually experiment and test that out because it like obviously we share. my I understand why you'd say that and it makes sense, but I, I just I have no idea where the direction of the Patriots is going for the next. like We should
1: months. have you do a man on the street for OTB and just go around asking people if they know what the Cannons lacrosse club is and if they know who Lyle Thompson is.
0: I could easily do that so especially now it. that you
1: have your mini mic
0: now i got the right here what's up it'd How be we, so funny hello, hello hello there you just
1: have a camera part, like somebody holding your iphone bang
0: oh i could easily find a stooge to just hold the camera <laughs> i could easily find that that's electric like, yeah i could easily do that my friends live in boston like oh, be so oh he lives right dude oh my god my buddy lives uh, at that new uh, uh, building that I don't know if you heard of, like they, they put apartment buildings right next to the garden. Okay. So My buddy lives there and we uh, like, we'll walk out there to like get food or whatever. The amount of homeless and just nut jobs that are just walking around there. you That's just content itself. Oh man.
1: Uh, But let's move on. Speaking of the garden, let's move on to uh, the Sixers. It's brought to you by our friends at Kenwood Beer. It's the official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia. You can get it now. You get Big Kenny's when you go to the Wells Fargo Center. They are now available. So when you're catching a Sixers, a Flyers, a Wings, or Villanova basketball when they're playing at the center, go get yourself a Big Kenny. You can also use that all-new and improved Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood beer on tap this holiday season and any time of year. KenwoodBeer.com. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. It seems like the Sixers are turning a corner. Uh, Five straight wins now, and uh, they've got themselves a date with the New York Knicks on Christmas, which I hate when the Sixers play on Christmas because it determines my mood. But before that, they've got a game, as you guys are listening to this, on Monday uh, against the Toronto Raptors at home. They've got the Pistons at home on Wednesday, and then they've got the Clippers at home on Festivus before they go to the garden, not your garden, Madison Square Garden, to take on the Knicks on Christmas Day at noon. Um, but the Sixers, big win over the Warriors on Friday. They beat the Kings by a, a landslide, by 20 points on Tuesday. Beat the Hornets last Sunday. And then that overtime victory against the Lakers, uh, a couple of Fridays ago. So kind of back on track a little bit, four straight wins there since that debacle against the Houston Rockets in overtime on December 5th. I don't know if the Sixers are back. We kind of have like mini strike to them because Doc Rivers is just horrific at coaching and uh, he's just My holding guy. this team back exponentially. And I don't know what Daryl Morey's fascination is with Doc Rivers, but um yeah, it seems like the Sixers are, uh, finding a groove here. James Harden mm-hmm. back in the lineup has been That's very, Embiid. very helpful. Looks Embiid like has I been am. typical MVP candidate that he probably won't win the MVP, but it would be fitting that a year where the Sixers have been so down bad, Embiid wins the MVP in a season like that. Um, it's been tough. No Tyrese Maxey still, uh, with the injury to his foot. But James Harden being back, I think, has helped a lot. And, uh... Yeah, the Sixers are, the Sixers are sixering and it's like nobody really cares because obviously when the season started, the Phillies were on their tear in the postseason going to the World Series. The Eagles are on an absolute tear right now as well. Nobody, nobody really needs to worry about the Sixers.
0: It's like that kid in the back where they're going to get an 85 on the test. They're going to doze off a little bit in the class and, you know, maybe forget to take a few notes, but they're going to do their job and. When it matters, they're going to show up just like they usually do. I mean, I see the Sixers being a playoff team like usual. Uh, And I want to clear the air on this because you know my stance on James Harden is that I, I want to give some credit to James Harden. I still believe he's a fantastic shooter and all that. My issue is just where you rank him around the others in the league. That's my only concern. With this Sixers team, he's a perfect fit, especially with Max Yeo. Still an unreal shooter, all that. I just don't want to clear the air on that. You hear that, James?
1: He said he likes you. I he said do. you're. He said you're cute. Holiday spirit, right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also speaking Number. of the Wells, the Wells Fargo Center, Pitts. The Philadelphia Flyers. I know you have a disdain for them. Yeah,
0: it's the one team you will never turn me on, and you turn me to the Sixers, which is like the Celtics' rival. So, uh, yeah, Just you're not turning me to the rival.
1: Um, but here is something that is unbelievable. Um, we've got apparent news here. James Van Reem's on the NHL trade block, so rip my heart out into pieces, my favorite flyer right now. Um, I got to find this tweet from... Jordan Hall, who covers the Flyers for NBC Sports Philadelphia. This was one of the most unbelievable tweets I have seen in quite some time. Um, Flyers have a player here who I want to get this completely correct. Uh... Where is this tweet? Here we go. Lucas Sedlak plays for the Flyers. This comes from Jordan Hall yesterday, December 17th. Tweeted, Lucas Sedlak is no longer with the Flyers for good. He has gone home. It was his decision. John Tortorella didn't want to speak for Sedlak, said he's a good man, will be missed.
0: That's bizarre. So he just, like, packed his things and just wanted, like, what is, like, So
1: the article here, that was just the tweet. The article here, uh, Lucas Sedlak was placed on unconditional waivers and will head back to his home country for personal reasons. He's one of the bottom six forwards for the Flyers. The Czech Republic native was claimed off waivers October 19th by the Flyers. During the summer, he signed a one-year $800,000 deal with the Avalanche after playing uh, the previous three seasons in Russia for the KHL's Tractor Chelyabinsk. Sorry for butchering that if I did. Yeah,
0: good luck trying to pronounce that.
1: Sedlak, who turns 30 years old in February, was a top-line player overseas. He played for John Tortorella's Blue Jackets from 2016 to 2017 and 2018-2019. He said his return to the NHL this season didn't bring him what he expected. He had missed playing a larger role and hadn't been home, quote, really for the last 12 years, he said. The last few weeks, I was trying to figure it out. If I enjoy it and if hockey is still giving me what I want from it, Sedlak said, like, said Saturday at Flyers Training Center, because I feel like my family has sacrificed a lot for me being here. I think now just the negatives kind of out, uh, kind of overweighed the positives. It's nothing with the organization, with the team or anything like that. It's strictly kind of me trying to be home and play a little bit more. Sedlak and his fiance live in Prague and he has been away from her, his parents, and his brother. She's studying and working, too, so she's not really, so she's not here really now. That's one of the reasons as well. Yeah, Sedlak like had played well for the Flyers, giving them significant lift in their bottom six, and when the Flyers were banged up, he climbed in the lineup and saw some power play time as well, and in 27 games for the Flyers, he recorded eight points, three goals, five assists, a plus three mark, and 12 uh, minutes and 42 seconds uh, minutes per game he had three right. multi-point games uh he's likely to join Pardubice in the czech Extraliga. uh this is from tortorella he's a good man we're going to miss him he's a good man i've known him for a number of years he's played really well for us and we're going to miss him but this is something that is his decision sedlak expected to play a smaller role when he returned to the nhl uh said when i came from russia i obviously played there a lot I enjoyed playing a lot and kind of being the guy. I didn't expect to have that here. I knew what I was getting into, uh, yeah. how many minutes, stuff like that. I thought I was going to feel better about it, and when I signed with Colorado, I kind of knew I might have a chance to win. I'm getting to a certain age where it's not just about being in the NHL. It's also about playing, having fun playing, because I don't know how many good years I have left. we like, will leave with some positives from his short time in Philadelphia. Quote, I remember how much Torts taught me when I was in Columbus. He taught me other things here as well. I will take that. He said, lots of good memories with the guys in the locker room. They were awesome to me. I don't know about you. And sure, he might miss his family and all that. John Tortorella just, this screams like there's something just totally wrong with this team because not only that, after that, Torts benches Kevin Hayes the other night, who was the Flyers' leading scorer, just a healthy scratch. Healthy scratch for Kevin Hayes. All
0: right, now you're throwing – I thought it was like he just – the larger role to me seems like he just wanted to be a star or a second-line guy or, like, have just, like, more, like, of a star role where chance – opportunity for him to actually show his stuff where – He's not getting that. And he's missing his family. I think it's like a combination of things. Like, where are the Flyers right now in the standings? Horrific. The Flyers currently That's ranked
1: well. 30th in goals this year. out go. of 30, what? 31 or 32 NHL teams. And Tortorella That's benches that. Kevin Hayes. Like, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm blaming it on the team sucking and him saying, F this, I'm gonna go home and see my family. Cause usually when things suck, you want to be around loved ones. And if things suck and you're not around loved ones, it makes it just that much worse. I, I, I stand with him. I I stand with him because, you know, I'm not going to stand with the Philadelphia Flyers. I'll tell you right now.
1: It is. It is quite the scene with the Philadelphia Flyers. And this is why we don't talk about the Flyers that much unless Will Castorina comes on the show for, uh, you know, the state of the State of the Flyers address.
0: We don't talk about Flyers. No, no, no. <laughs>
1: but we do talk about the philadelphia wings shout out to them first win of the season big time win over the georgia swarm Pitts, listen to this you'll you'll love this just from a sports standpoint the wings we'll talk more about this on the outside the box podcast uh later on this week but the philadelphia wings listen to this this is just such a great rivalry in the nll the georgia swarm and the philadelphia wings their last six matchups Dating back to January 2020. Have all been decided by one goal. Wow. January 31st, 2020. And Philly has won five out of the last six. January 31st, 2020. 12-11, Georgia. March 8th, 2020. 12-11, Philadelphia. January 8th, 2022. In overtime, 12-11, Philly. January 29th, 2022. 8-7 8-7 Philly, April 30th, 2022, 11-10 Philly. And just yesterday, as we record this, December 17th, 2022, 13-12 Philly.
0: So what's the line for this game? It has to be one and a half, right? It was you one know? and a half, yeah. Yeah, you have to make it one and a half. If
1: Georgia true. was favored by one and a half.
0: That's crazy. See, I love rivalries like that, where it's one point that separates them It's not this blowout every time. Like, you know you're going to get a good game. I'd see. And lacrosse is hard. Like, wait, wait. Is the wings the box lacrosse? Yes. Oh, let's ride. Okay, yeah. So it was intense, and it was awesome like usual. Big fan of box lacrosse. I just wish they still had the blaze. I think
1: Yeah, the Boston blaze. And then there was the uh, New England Black Wolves, who were the former Philadelphia Wings, who are now the Albany Firewolves.
0: Yeah, uh, good pal. Used to work for them
1: yeah shout good out pal. to tyler a lot of good pals just, just used to work for I, them
0: i have a lot of people in my little uh networking circle that are like low-key in lacrosse like ron yeah. brown was in there for a while yep jen hildebrand yep to uh, her uh, obviously amber Bro.
1: cox back in it amber
0: cox I, I'm a, she's I'm now a working in work.
1: panther city fort worth with the panther city lacrosse club
0: wow Damn. Yeah, I I'm very can- it's still. Jen Fushi,
1: confident. same thing was with New England, then followed Amber to the National Women's Soccer League, and now Panther City.
0: Uh, Dana Feigenbaum. Ro- yep.
1: She was. Uh, she was with the Wings. She's a the- Dana is the first uh, PR person to give us credentials.
0: No way. That is yeah. a small worlds. And is then
1: serious. Dana went to work for Halifax because her husband was playing there. Kyle now yep. plays for the Wings nice and uh okay. i see dana every summer because Kyle plays in the PLL as well for chaos that's
0: so funny that is yeah. so
1: funny. i'm very very good friends with dana and
0: Kyle that is very interesting wow so shout so out well. to
1: uh our our lacrosse fam go subscribe yeah. to the outside the box podcast um pits the what was the other topic i was going to bring up here let me get it up quick if i can find it It was something kind of funny.
0: Uh, Sixers, fine groove. surprise segment, Eagles, big win. Uh, That's what I got to see on Twitter here. Yeah, that might be it then. I think Uh, that might be it. Oh, did you watch the World Cup final? No.
1: Dude, I I got to say, one of the most electric sporting events I've taken in. Really? Electric. Messi's the goat. Well, yeah,
0: that's, yeah.
1: Officially. Dude. Finally gets the World Cup trophy.
0: Damn, I'm very happy for him. Did you Mbappe know? Mbappe, stud. Did no. you know that uh, Messi me. and I share the same birthday? Huh. Two goats, interesting Two champs. Same birthday. I don't know. Just coincidence. That's pretty know, sick. That, is it, let, let's that. wrap with that. Let's wrap with that.
1: I love talking about this. This is one of my favorite things to ever discuss with people. When's your birthday, Pitts? June twenty fourth, June twenty fourth, Six twenty-four. Famous birthdays. I love talking about you know my my famous birthday people.
0: Yeah, it's a good conversation. It's a nice. It's ice so birthday. great. Uh, night, so I'm night pulling
1: night. up yours here. So you've obviously got Messi. Messi. You've got Tana Monjo, <laughs> social media star. Tana Monjo.
0: Tana... T- oh, I think I know that is great. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, Solange solange Noel. yep beyonce's sister which is uh mindy
1: kaling from the
0: office no way all right nice um who else i wonder you
1: got the r&b singer i think it's pronounced black but he's got the number six for the b
0: okay he's got what your you birthday
1: think? uh he's got a lot i can't even think uh, yeah M- minka kelly has your birthday Wait, is that isn't that Friday Night Lights? Uh, I yes. believe so. Yeah, it's Lila Garrity.
0: Yeah. Oh yes. Um,
1: Matt Turner, the U- Team USA goalie.
0: Oh, all right. Former
1: New England Revolution goalie, now playing in ar- at Arsenal. Um, let's see here. Anybody else? JJ Redick. No way. That's mad funny. Do uh, you we got yours? I know a lot of mine off the top of my head. But I'll pull up the list here. Uh, So I have quite the list. I've got Winona Ryder. Nice. Legend. I've got Bob Ross.
0: Oh! <laughs> legend in the Beat Arc- the legend. devil out of it.
1: <laughs> legend in uh, the art. I've got... Gabrielle Union. Legend. Oh! Legend. You? Uh YouTube Sensation Stromedy. Um okay, really to Tovlo. Yeah. Pop singer Tovlo. Okay. Um Tracy Ellis Ross. Legend. Okay. She's the wife on Blackish.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh
1: this one's gonna be a yes from me dog, Randy Jackson. Oh, that's a good one. It's a great one. Um, let's see who else is on this list. Oh, you'll love this one. You know, everybody's favorite, uh, social media, like little sibling, Gavin. Yes. Me and Gavin no have the same way. birthday. Yeah. Me and Gavin oh, have the I same birthday.
0: So many Gavin vines. I used yeah. to love that kid. Oh, that's hilarious. That's um, quickly.
1: this is just a funny one. You know that rap group like YBN?
0: Yeah, I've heard of them, I think.
1: I share a birthday with YBN Glizzy.
0: Where do they get these names? Like, where? who is thinking about these names? Like, no I'm going to call like myself YMB Glizzy.
1: And then I also share a birthday with Rest in Peace. Rest in Peace, Beth. Dog the Bounty Hunter's former wife. Beth. Rest in Peace, Beth. We love you, Beth.
0: I just, all, all I can picture anytime I hear Beth now is I've watched so much South Park when Cartman uh, reenacts Dog the Bounty Hunter. And he's like, he does his own about the Hall Monitor and he gets his own crew and he has his own Beth. Oh, it's just so funny.
1: Can you guess what the number one song was released on my birthday? Like dog. What year? Uh, In 1994, so a year after I was born.
0: Um, but on my birthday,
1: this song uh, premiered. White flag. No, it's pretty Dog. popular around this time of year, though.
0: Oh, um, is it all I want for Christmas? Is you, Mariah Carey? Yep. <laughs> wow, that is, that's it. Wow, that's Let's a hell see. of a
1: time number one song.
0: June twenty-four. What year were you born? Ninety-six.
1: Nineteen
0: ninety-six. I I think I've looked this up before, and it's it's a letdown. I bet. Oh, you might have a good one. Oh, you've okay. got a you've got a great
1: number one song. What is it? It's The Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. That's a great song.
0: Bom, 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 bom.
1: That's that a, is, that is a
0: banger. That is a banger. Yeah, that is a good one.
1: Alright. Let's see. And mine is Still Mariah Carey, the Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. Banger. Okay. Interesting. Mariah Carey just loves my birthday. What can I say?
0: guys does, apparently. Let's put out bangers. here. all we time. drop around here. Drop right.
1: Super hot fire. Well, let's see what the number one song was on the pod's anniversary so we can potentially play it. Uh, on February 7,
0: 2018. Oh, it's definitely going to
1: be. Oh, come on. come on. Fetty Wap? It's a it's a go. It's a
0: perfect song for us starting a company. Nice for what? No, no. Same artist. Oh, it's Drake. Oh, start from the bottom. No. Oh, that. Close. It. That would be a good one. It's uh, God's plan. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you know what? Now that like you mentioned it, that was junior year, and that was like played everywhere, and every just sorority girl is like, "Dude, they love me." I tell them, "Oh, they've me. <laughs> And every girl is just going like, <laughs> 50 dub, <laughs> Go fucking ballistic with their $9 vodka sodas in like a sippy cup. Like, it's oh, it's, just...
1: That's electric. That's the yeah. number one song on February 7, 2018. God's yeah. Plan by Drake.
0: That is, that is incredible. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty
1: wild. We are doing some fun plans for the anniversary show this year, though. So stay Ooh. tuned for that as it gets closer. Yeah, 491. Uh...
0: We're getting close to 500. I
1: talked to uh, a good pal of mine who used to be part of the show as our uh, OG producer. Nice. If, you, if you listened all the way, he might be coming back for the anniversary show. Oh, just to just to say wow. what's up, what's poppin'? So there you go. That's a little tease there, but uh, shout out to uh, to all the homies. We love all the homies. Uh, Pitts, the that little memory lane thing there with our birthdays and. Birthday twins brought to you by Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch I wear in the game. Pitts, I know you go snowboarding and skiing a little bit around this time of year, don't you? Yeah, of course I do. You can get the Tomahawk Shades ski and snow goggles now.
0: They oh. are back in Ooh. stock
1: for the season. Tomahawkshades.com. Right. You can use code USP for 25% off your order and that makes the snow and ski goggles about $108. Ooh. And from what I've been told, that's a pretty darn good deal. Uh, So shout out to the homies at Tomahawk Shades. Get your sunglasses, your blue light glasses, your snow and ski goggles. TomahawkShades.com. Code USP for 25% off your order. This has been episode number 491. It's crazy to think we're almost at 500 as we get set for a new year pretty, pretty soon. Uh, we'll be back on Wednesday night, twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi, myself and Matt getting ready for Christmas Eve football, Eagles-Cowboys, biggest game of the year, where the Eagles can clinch that number one seed in the NFC for the first time since 2017. And we're looking forward to it. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at undergroundphi, Twitter, Instagram, facebook.com slash at PHI. Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pits and Pitsy35 on Instagram. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on Twitter and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. It does go a long way for helping the show continue to grow and helping more people figure out who the heck we are. Go subscribe, leave a five-star review. Be a friend, tell a friend this Christmas. Tell them that's what you want. You want your favorite podcast to be subscribed to uh, on Apple and Spotify and on YouTube, YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. You get full video episodes of every single podcast. You get live streams. You get live content. You get original content. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. We're at 330 subscribers trying to get to 350 before the ball drops. So go subscribe, Uh, be a friend, tell a friend. When you're going out this holiday season, pull out your phone, hold up a QR code, tell them to subscribe. Uh, Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Maine Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Of course, go get your merch, phiapparel.co. Use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order. It's the easiest and most direct way you guys can support us and help us continue growing this thing and taking it to the gosh darn moon before Elon gets there. Uh, So go subscribe and go get your merch. But this has been episode number 491 of Underground Sports Philadelphia, Victory Monday Edition. For Patty Pitts, I'm KB. Till next time, we are getting the heck out of here and signing off. Peace. (laughs)